We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. That's right. It's Russell and Medhurst. It's a Friday. It's 9 to 12. We're here every day. Take us with you everywhere you go. We're your free appliance, whether on the radio or... On the app. It's the beauty of it. We're the only thing that's actually free in Washington, D.C. Parking's not free. You know, that's for damn sure. Parking's not free. Nothing else is free. We're the only free thing in Washington, D.C. Russell and Methurst, 9 to 12, right here on the Team 980. Take this appliance with you every stinking place you go. If you're down near National Harbor over the next uh, three to four, five, six, seven hours, stop by, see the junkies down there. They're killing it this morning, as always, with the junkies poker open, their live show going on, and then the great poker tournament. Going to be over a thousand people uh, throwing down cards for the cash. So get down there and support that event uh, if you can as well. Last night, Christopher, NFL football started for real. The results count now. What you do has consequences, both good and bad. The preseason favorites played just like it last night. Josh Allen was a little Brett Farvish in his line last night, but that Bills team as a whole ready for prime time. Impressive performance. I told you uh, and I told people fantasy football-wise, don't be afraid to take Gabe Davis. He's going to be productive opposite Stephon Diggs. And last night uh, he certainly did that. Diggs was a master technician, and the Rams – had no answers against uh, a Buffalo defense that was even better than expected last night. I mean, listen, the Bills went into that game as favorites. Road favorites against the Super Bowl champions, yep. right? Hostile environment, you think? Not really. Not really. I wouldn't say not really. Hostile. There's uh, nothing hostile about no, LA. And, and there were a lot of Bills fans there. Yep. Bills Mafia travels, man. Bills Mafia. I mean, listen, they're not Green Bay. They're not Pittsburgh. They're not... The, maybe the 49ers, they travel. They get after it. Bill's Mafia is crazy. And that was, they were loud and they were proud and they saw their team struggle for consistency in the first half. Pete, they were 10-10 at the half, right? They should have been up, I and I tweeted this, They at halftime they should have probably been up 20-10 to 10 or, or, or by 10. Basically, 17-7, however you want to color it, right? Mm -hmm. They should have been up by 10. Instead, they were 10-10. The Rams never even came close to scoring no. again. No, and and like I, I mean, and we talked about it a little bit. You know, they caught lightning in a bottle a little bit at the end of the last year. Every bounce that could go their way seemingly did go their way. 
and they were able to parlay that into a world championship. They ran into a team last night, though, that, I mean, look, they showed us in the playoffs, and Kansas City is one of the few offenses equipped to do it. To beat Buffalo, you're going to have to score. Yes. You're going to have to score. And if you can't score, you're not likely beating Buffalo unless they just throw in a, you know, a, a clunker of epic proportions. You're probably going to have to be in the 27-plus point range most days to beat the Buffalo Bills. That's why their loss last year to Jacksonville right. 9-6 was such an amazing right. outlier of like right. what the heck just happened right. here. And and listen, every team, every starting pitcher in baseball, every team in whatever sport, every quarterback in the NFL, every team in the NFL usually has one clunker mm-hmm. a year, right? So for the Buffalo Bills, that happened. And, of course, everybody remembers what happened, the collapse at the end of the fourth quarter and in overtime against the Kansas City Chiefs. But what people forget when they are sizing up the Buffalo Bills is it's not just about Josh Allen. It's not just about Stephon Diggs. not just about Gabe Davis. It's not just about uh, their, uh, you know, their, their, their outstanding tight end, Dawson Knox. It's not just about um, – Isaiah McKenzie, who caught a touchdown pass. It's not just about Singletary and Zach Moss and the rookie cook who fumbled and never saw the field again, I don't think, or maybe one play or whatever. It's their defense was number one overall last year in the regular season against the run and the pass. They're awesome on defense. Oh, and by the way, they added Von Miller. And Von Miller kicked the ever-loving crap out of Joe Noteboom and the Rams, his former team. I mean, it was only for a couple of months, but he did win a Super Bowl championship with them. And we're scheduled to talk to Andrew Whitworth today, who Noteboom replaced at left tackle for the world champion Rams. And again, Whitworth, if you were watching the beginning of the game, he did the Super Bowl banner presentation along with Odell Beckham, who just showed up because he's not on the team, recovering from the ACL. So, But but it was actually Whitworth who did it. He'll be part of Thursday night's Amazon football coverage, so we'll talk to him in the 11 o'clock hour. But Von Miller set a tempo for that game and that pass rush, which was already good. You know a bunch of the – we talked about a bunch of those Mm -hmm. guys because I was in Buffalo last year, week three. They played them. They got absolutely ambushed. Uh, A.J. Epinesa, Greg Rousseau. I was going to say, Epinesa and Rousseau now in a room with Von Miller every day learning the craft. Yeah. You know, by the way, Chase Young – I hope he did work out with Von Miller yeah. because if he if he takes if he gets anything from that and performs anything like that, that's what we're talking. That's what we're uh, that's what we're looking for. All right, here's the problem. Maybe he developed a counter move. Maybe, hopefully, uh, he hadn't had a counter move outside of his first sack against Carson Wentz, where he did a spin move. Mm-hmm. Uh, he hadn't had a counter move, but you know what? He also doesn't have. The lightning speed that Von oh, Miller's Von, got. Look, he, I mean, Von Miller is, is insane now, when he's healthy, especially fresh right now. Oh. Where he's, he's, but the thing to me is, is you've got two young pass rushers in that room every day now that are being challenged by the best, learning from the best, mm-hmm. and going to be held to an even greater standard now yeah. because Von Miller's in that room. Yeah, and remember, at the end of last year, they didn't have their best corner. So, and still don't. And he's eventually going to be back <laughs> yeah. in the fold, though, so they're going to get him yeah. back as this season goes along. So, it, I mean, by the latter half of the season, it's going to be an even uh, better 
and look to the Buffalo defense as this season goes along. Now, so. there are a couple of things that obviously could derail the Buffalo Bills, and p- people are very worried about it. If Twitter is any kind of sampling, and I know I, sh- I, I shouldn't take Twitter as a sampling, but it is visceral reaction. So uh, let me ask you this. On a scale of 1 to 10, in terms of a significant injury, how worried would you be, should you be, should anybody be, should Bill's Mafia be about the amount of hits that Josh Allen takes as a runner and as a dump truck trying to make plays for his team and doing it all, stiff-arming people along the sideline, running into the end zone on broken-down plays? He does it all. I love him. He's so awesome. He's the quarterback that you dream of, but how worried should, let's just say, Bill's Mafia be on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the highest, about him getting injured in some sort of significant way because of the style in which he plays? Four, because here's why. You said four? four? four, Okay. Because you mentioned it. He is the dump truck. Dump trucks usually win most collisions. That's fair. Okay. By the time he's out there running, he's running against a 195-pound safety that really doesn't want any part of him. Can come up there and and just like last night, guys gonna run up there, think, oh, I got the quarterback, I'm gonna hit the quarterback, and the quarterback just bowls yeah. you over, stiff arms you, runs you out of the way. I do believe, I think Allen realized the stage he was on last night. I think there will be conversations about, hey, Josh, you know, you're gonna have to be a little more intelligent. You know, if you can get out of bounds, if you can get down, we need you to do that just so you don't take an unnecessary shot with a guy diving at your legs, because that's where if that if if the injury is gonna happen. It's because somebody's going to dive at his legs and it's going to affect the knee and ankle, something like that, uh, with a DB diving at his legs or a linebacker diving at his legs at at full speed, which we know can lead to uh, a significant injury out there. So I think Josh Allen realized what the stage was last night, was doing anything he could to make sure his team won, was impressive in doing it on opening night. But I believe, you know, there will be conversations had about maybe having a little more intelligence uh, about what to do when running and making sure that you take unnecessary shots out there, but what I love is the guy just has an un- unbelievable competitive gene to try yeah, and win. Absolutely, that you can't teach that. Well, a couple of things you can uh, encourage it, but you can't teach. Again, that. that stiff arm along the sideline, right on a scramble mm. in which he just blows somebody off of him. Oh, okay. You know, I, again, we've seen something like that before, but it's still fun to watch, right? The touchdown run at the end uh, to make it. Uh, let me see here, twenty four ten. So not really at the end. It was early in the fourth quarter. Again, quarterbacks run for touchdowns all the time, but man, how would you like if you're an opposing defense, Pete, in a spread formation with Diggs, Isaiah McKenzie, um, Gabriel Davis, Dawson Knox, just those four alone, and I've seen them go five wide with Devin Singletary, and you know who blew up five wide, fourth and one? Fourth and one and a half, five wide in that exact formation that I'm talking about. Only Emmanuel Sanders was in there instead of Gabe Davis. You know who blew that up in week three? Cole Holcomb. Jamin Davis. Jamin Davis, yeah. I mean. It was one of the And Jamin Davis on the play before that stopped Josh Allen on a third down, and I believe it was five run for a four-yard gain or three-and-a-half-yard gain, which created the fourth-and-one, fourth-and-one-and-a-half that Josh Allen and the Bills went for. And I watched Jamin Davis from my eyes in the press box line up one-on-one, man-on-man, face-to-face with Devin Singletary, and that's where Josh Allen went trying to pick on the rookie, and he blew it apart. 
again, just a and, little and side Jamin note. Jamin Davis is going to be in those positions yes. with the position he's playing Correct. this year more. Absolutely. So let's hope that that continues to translate for him into this upcoming NFL season. you got to believe he's going to be matched up on ATN a few times Absolutely. coming up on Sunday. We're going to get into the Commanders, obviously. This is a Commander show. Okay, and we're going to have our picks and predictions about the game with the Jaguars. We just had a little spot with Kevin. We kind of sort of gave away some. We picked uh, the commanders to both both of us to make the playoffs last year. So if you're looking for a radio show that's positive, I know that's not something associated normally with me and the commanders. <laughs> Pete is the prince of positivity. I am not normally associated with positivity for the commanders. I can't tell you I'm overly effusive and, and positive, but I do feel they'll, they'll – and we're going to get into the records and we're going to get into week one and we're going to get into how the season should play out, could play out, what have you. It probably will be a bumpy road, and I don't know if it will lead to a beautiful place. Oh, look at you. But – Look at you, you but, you know what? It could lead to a – a better place. How about that? Instead of a beautiful place. Um, as as one Davey Martinez once used to say. But back, real quickly, back to Josh Allen and the Bills. Imagine that again, Pete. Four, you, you're spread out. You have four targets. Dawson Knox, Stefan Diggs, Gabriel Davis. Oh, don't forget about Jamison Crowder. You could throw him into the mix. Isaiah McKenzie, who caught a touchdown pass last night, uh, basically on this type of formation that I'm talking about. Because McKenzie, by the way, has pl- replaced Cole Beasley yes. in that role. Yes, and it would probably not shock you. I have three fantasy football teams, and you got Isaiah. McKenzie. I have McKenzie on one. Nice. I have Davis on one. I have Diggs on one, and I have Knox on two. I, I have one fantasy team: the Russell Medhurst Team 980 League that we drafted the other mm-hmm. night. I picked the Buffalo Bills to win the Super Bowl. Before yesterday's, last night's game. Mm-hmm. Guess how many Buffalo Bills I drafted? That would probably be exactly zero. Squat, nothing. Mm. Nothing? How did I do that? Yet I picked them to win the Super Bowl. But anyway, that touchdown to McKenzie last night is a perfect example of what I'm talking about from a passing concept standpoint. Mm-hmm. You spread them out. You get McKenzie in the slot. He's got bracket coverage, kind of like cloud coverage over the top, right? Where a safety is kind of midway through the end zone. A, a linebacker is kind of underneath and nobody closes the door. And Josh Allen sees it, boom, quickly recognizes it, fires a seed to the two-yard line, and basically Isaiah McKenzie just falls into the end zone. Or, guess what? You could do I don't know, spread four or five wide out, uh, or not wide outs, but spread four or five out, I should say, and have Josh Allen run it on a quarterback draw or or just on a on a boot where he's looking, 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 and, and then he turns the corner. There are so many different ways that the Buffalo Bills can score touchdowns, and I think we saw them all last night. Think about it. We saw a bomb to Stefan Diggs. He a terp. He fell down! He tripped over the goal line! And still was so wide open. Still was so wide open. Paging Jalen Ramsey. There was a football game last night, Jalen. Oh, my God. He caught a touchdown pass on his ass, tripping, falling, swimming all over the place. And how bad, to your point, how bad was Jalen? By the way, can we stop kissing Jalen Ramsey's ass as, like, impenetrable. He gave up a long touchdown to I think it was Mike Evans in the Tampa playoff win, which they barely which they gag, basically gagged away. He he got beat in uh in the Super Bowl. He got beat in the NFC Championship game. Now, 
Cornerbacks are going to get beat. I got it. Can we stop hyping Jalen Ramsey as impossible to throw against? I'm not saying he's not good. Impossible to throw against? Stop. He's very possible to throw against. And I would keep throwing at him because he's the type of guy, yap, 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 including what he said about Josh Allen uh, a year and a half ago and that he basically sucks and he's terrible and he's this. And Josh Allen made him look like a fool. You know how he made him look like a fool? Not only on the Diggs touchdown, six completions, 124 yards, targeted seven times, and two touchdowns, and Josh Allen had a 118.8 passer rating against the great, the impenetrable, the <laughs> awesome, the you-can't-throw-against Jalen Ramsey of the Super Bowl champion L.A. Rams. Well, Mike Tyson Go once said he was impenetrable, and Buster Douglas got him. By the way, the best tackle of the game by the Rams – Matt Stafford on the Boogie Basham interception. Oh, yeah. That was the best tackle <laughs> yeah. by any Rams player on defense last night yeah. in the contest. And Boogie got a, a Boogie personal got a, foul. Boogie got a sack and a, a an INT in that game, too. Right, but he got a personal foul, too, right? Yeah. For uh, excessive celebration yeah. or taunting or whatever it was because he was kind of like all over yeah. him and he, he kind of <laughs> wiggled when he got up and all that stuff. Kind of wiggled and he uh, jiggled when he uh, you know shook it at number nine. There was so little positive for the Rams outside of the Cooper Cup touchdown, the Cooper Cup fourth and to conversion where Cup kind of, you know, caught it real quickly. It was just one of those quick, um, you know, get it out of Stafford's hands type throw. And Cooper Cup got stopped actually short of the first down marker, but forced and carried his way through to get the first down. There was a big run by Daryl Henderson. Where the bleep was Cam Akers last night? I drafted this fool. Cam Akers hardly played. What, what's going it's on not, here? It's not Cam's fault. Don't call him a fool. No, no, no. Well, I mean, I mean, you called I'm, him a. You personally attacked him. Uh, all right, called I, him a I name. Mean, oh, okay. I. Uh, but everybody on Twitter last night was a buzz. Where's Cam Akers? Why isn't he playing? I look. I love Daryl Henderson. Another Memphis running right. back. Great guy. Can catch the ball out of the backfield. And he's a bigger guy than Cam Akers. Yeah. So you know, maybe he plays. Maybe he ends up playing more. Maybe Cam's a little banged up. Well, that's the thing. I mean, Cam Akers, three carries for no yards, and you can't say, well, it was a one-sided game all throughout. It should have been a one-sided game all throughout, if not for the Buffalo turnovers. That's the only negative that Buffalo takes from this, is that they had three first-half turnovers. That's why I said there was some some Farvelian in, yeah. in Josh Allen I, I, last I night. Think that's, I think that's a good – and he's bigger Brett, than Brett would and he's run. bigger than Favre. Brett would scramble around. Yeah. Brett would throw a couple of interceptions. Elway, same way. Yeah. Josh Allen's more like Elway, because yeah. Elway, bigger guy, bigger would run. Guy. You're right. And, you know, would – through interceptions because yeah. he, he thought he had, you know, an, a rocket for an arm that right. no one could uh, intercept. So, you know, I mean, that's the – that. but either way, I mean, look, think about who we're comparing Josh Allen to. Yeah, to, I know, I know. freaking Hall of Famers. But uh, real quickly, going back to a Akers, three carries, no yards, nothing out of as a receiver out of the backfield. I, I mean, like that blew my mind. In a game that shouldn't have been 10-10 but was 10-10 at the half. Cooper Cup, did you see his line? Yeah. I mean, we know about the touchdown. We just talked about the fourth down. I mean, I didn't even realize this. I just kind of lost track. 15 targets, 13 catches, 128 yards, and a score. I did draft him as well. Smart. Yeah. Smart. Speaking N of Not smart on Cam Akers. Speaking smart of on Cooper Cups, Cup. by the way, our thoughts are with K-Bet Ruiz of the Nationals. Yes. Hit in his cup last night. Mm. And as Davey Martinez told the assembled media afterwards, quote, his testicles are swollen. So 
Short-term I.O. I, I missed that quote. Oh, yeah. I said that. <laughs> can, can, Matt, yes. can, you, can you find that? Because I want to hear that. That's, uh, <laughs> so, I don't mean to be a jerk, but I want to hear that. That's uh, that, the k Ruiz. And, and look, shout out to my guys, okay? It's been a tough season. But they are being a large pain in the ass. They probably yes. should have taken three out of four yeah, from the they Cardinals. Should have. You know, and they won yesterday 11-6. It's a much better product to watch right now. And they go to Philadelphia this weekend. And shout out to the voice of the Rochester Red Wings, Josh Wetzel, who gets to call the game tomorrow with Charlie Slows. Oh. Because Dave has an ESPN radio assignment. And I, of course, have Navy in Memphis, so I can't do the game. So Josh gets the call up tomorrow to work with Charlie in Philadelphia. That means you can't get any Turkey Hill ice cream for free. No, it sucks. But uh, yeah. uh, sorry, I, real quickly, just a no side note on, or anything. on your guys, Charlie and Dave, on the broadcast last night. I was, I was driving home, listening to the game, bouncing back and forth between Doc yelling at Linnell and and just stomping a mud hole in Linnell, uh, which follows us from noon to three on Burgundy and Gold Game Day. It was very entertaining. But I happen to be listening to when Kbert Ruiz got hit in the grapefruits, mm-hmm. and Charlie and Dave were trying to delicately describe where he got hit. And Dave just kept saying, "It's in the second worst spot that you could get hit in, besides the mask, because Kbert's been hit a couple of times and hit hard in the mask." And Charlie's like, "Yeah, it's uh, you know somewhere between the head and the toes," <laughs> and Dave just goes. Like we said, it's in the second spot, but it could be in the worst spot. <laughs> it's just, you know, and there's just going back. And I mean, that's a tough spot as a play-by-play broadcaster to be in when you're trying to describe. And, and listen, I can say it. He got hit in the onions. But they are professional broadcasters, and they delicately painted the word picture. So kudos to Charlie best. and Dave. They are the best. Commanders, Jaguars, your thoughts? Give us a little total on the game coming up tomorrow. Give us a thought. How do they do it or how do they not do it on this Sunday? Let's talk about it now. It's game one. It's for real. The preseason is over. It's time to keep the results, which means we're looking for W's. Hail to the W, as our great friend Paulie would say. It's Russell and Medhurst. We're underway 9 to noon here on a Friday show. Talking Jaguars, Commanders. Coming up next right here on the Team 980 and streaming live absolutely free. That's right. We're the only thing free in D.C., the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. 
Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. minutes in two and a half more hours to go let's rock and roll jaguars washington commanders coming up this week you know looking at the injury report yesterday by the way jacksonville they're pretty much healthy they had one one guy on the list that's it washington of course you know your tight ends are all over it because they've been all over it for a few weeks now uh, we'll see which one ends up playing coming up uh, on the weekend. I guess we might get a little more clarity today. Uh, maybe. I think we will on Cam Curl and Cam Sims. I think those are the two By major the way, ones that you have to kind of look out for. Yeah, Cole can, Turner, I guess, as well. But can we talk about Cam Sims for a minute? We can talk about. Pete, here's the great thing. The, the show is called Russell and Medhurst. Yes, we can okay. talk about whatever the hell we want. Right. That being said, you you can talk whatever you want. If I don't like something that you're talking about, I'll just not say a whole lot, which is rare for me. Or I'll look at Matt real weird and say, what the okay. is going on here? Cam Sims got blown up in an exhibition game, came back a couple plays later, caught a touchdown pass, and has been on concussion protocol ever since. How the hell did he get back in the game? Remember we talked about that on that Monday? Like like he's still in the protocol. Right, but but on that Monday, right, after that incident, we were like, I don't know, something's weird here, right? Because you wouldn't, to your point, you wouldn't clear him, right? But this is part of the problem still in terms of identifying this stuff, even with an eye in the sky, even with all the video, even with all the concern and elevated concern, Here's one thing that can and, happen. And I do know symptoms can occur right. well, that's well just after. It. That's just it. You know, well after what happens. Right. But, man, he took an absolute mm-hmm. shot. Yeah. And somehow three plays later came back in and caught a touchdown that pass. That might be just the reality. And it might not be like something that the commanders or the NFL spotter missed. I, I, we're not trying to blink. We're just like this kind of interesting, weird, whatever, is he could have gotten home on – late Saturday night and then started throwing up or having headaches or woke up with a neck and headache, whatever, mm-hmm. on Sunday. I mean, we just have no idea um, because I think he went into concussion protocol pretty much right away, like that Monday, um, e- you know, even after, again, coming back. So, like, th- there is still some holes in the system. It's a much better system in terms of identifying when these guys are woozy or when these guys might need a spell or checked out or whatever. But, I mean, the game happens so damn fast that we automatically think, oh, oh. And sometimes a guy doesn't have any immediate symptoms, even with a concussion. Sure. He's not seeing the story. I mean, it's a couple of weeks we, now. Yeah, I know, I know. Ten days, know. 11 days, whatever. But if Cam Sims is out, right, then that means Diami is automatically in. 
I think there was some question, at least for me, hurts going on in. teams, too. Yes, it absolutely hurts you on teams. Um, but also, like, then the question is, is, right, are they still doing the game? They're still doing the two game day elevations, correct, to the 53? Uh, I believe that is the case. I, I, don't, I don't believe they've yeah, removed I don't, that from the I don't believe the, that changed. Right. I don't, I don't believe they've yeah. removed that. So then do you bring up an Alex Erickson because you have that extra two spots and you don't have a natural kick return? See, I was trying to like figure this out. You mentioned it hurts you on teams. You're absolutely right. It hurts you. If Cam Sims cannot play, it hurts you in coverage. Absolutely. Obviously, it's a little bit of a dent at wide receiver, what have you, but – I'm trying to figure out what they're going to do at kickoff return because right now Dax Milne is listed as the number one punt and number one kick return. I know he can return kicks. He hadn't done it in the NFL. For as little as that matters, it does matter to me. I It does matter to me on a team that has been struggling woefully to block under any circumstance in the preseason and to get the ball out to the 20. I'm telling you, I'm scared to death about special teams on this team. You've heard it from one one show, one show, scared to death about the entire special teams unit. That's kickoff return. That is kickoff and punt coverage. That is Joey Sly. Nobody's scared about Tressway because Tressway's awesome. And the cheese man seems to be pretty good too. So it's not the entire special teams unit. It's not going to be every game all the time. But I'm scared to death. And if you take Cam Sims away, along with taking, and this is another name who could come up on game day, and people go, why? <laughs> Troy Apke could come up. Remember, he's back on the practice squad. After getting whacked earlier in August, right, we thought Troy Apke done forever. Well, he came back on the practice squad because nobody signed him. So unless I'm missing something, Troy Apke is still there. He could come up, especially with Cam Sims, maybe, possibly, likely out. And Cam Curl, who plays special teams as well. So that's two major guys that might be unavailable. I mean, let's face it. guys. Guy just had surgery, you know, near or on his thumb. Do you really want him running down on special teams with all the ancillary contact that there is on special teams? Mm. You know, getting a banged up thumb. I mean, I'm, I'm I mean not, it's a great question. I'm not sure I want that. I mean, Jamal I mean, Agnew. Can he can he tackle in space too if he has to? That's uh, a great question. I mean, what how, what how, happens if a a tight end is running down the seam or or it doesn't even have to be a tight end? It well, could be just I mean, a wide depends receiver. Depends on what kind of cast you put on it. I mean, I watched Will Harbor for Navy last week play with a huge cast because mm-hmm. he got the same thing, got it wrapped around the thumb and everything. And he was still able to tackle at linebacker. Okay. So with the with the right cast and everything, I guess you could. But you know, as a safety in open field, it's even a greater uh, risk than when you're a linebacker because the linebackers usually coming forward. Guys, you know, there's traffic, there's you know opportunity to grab onto somebody. You get in space, and you're you're a little hesitant because yeah. of your thumb. You know, we'll see. And look, Jamal Agnew, not a bad returner. I mean, he's a guy that is at one point he's averaged almost thirty. Uh, you know, he's had a season where he was close to 30 when he was in Detroit per mm-hmm. return, mm-hmm. does both kicks and punts. So teams are going to be important against uh, – unless, okay, unless of course, Joey just simply kicks the ball to Bladensburg and we don't have to worry about it on Well, that, that would be great. But, you know, Joey could do that and eliminate that because he's got a strong enough leg. But what he can't eliminate is being apparently, in Ron Rivera's words, overamped when he goes to make his kicks. And if they start missing an extra point, then they start chasing points or makeable 
maybe not chip shot field goals, but makeable field. That was Dustin Hopkins' demise. Dustin Hopkins had a leg from now, you know, from Landover to Rockville. Yeah. Same thing for a young Graham Gano. I mean, Graham Gano could kick it sixty. Just like quarterbacks. Just like quarterbacks, accuracy matters. Yes. And, And if they start chasing points early, that's not a good sign. Number one, and number two. If Joey Sly misses a kick on Sunday, look, I, I'm telling you, uh, again, I, now everybody has seen it. Pete, I, I'm telling you, every practice I was at in May and June and a couple of times in training camp, I saw Joey Sly miss kicks. And I like Joey Sly. I know he's got talent. And I know he's not going to make every kick. And I know I expect more out of kickers than I probably should. But I can't have that. I can't have – like – People excuse Dustin Hopkins' inconsistency and streakiness because he was a great dude. I love Dustin Hopkins. Great dude. Joey Sly, great interview. Seems like a guy you would absolutely want on your team. Uh, A little bit uh, thick-barreled chest, you know, tough guy, uh, not afraid to chase people down. That's how he got hurt. You know, like, Joey Sly, local product, Local kid done well. I need you to make your kicks. I can't have any lost points. This team is more prepared to deal with blowing opportunities and recovering from missed opportunities than they were last year. More prepared. But they're still not, like, snap the finger, turn on the faucet. We're absolutely going to make up those points. If you miss a makeable or especially if you miss a chippy, Early on in the game. Here's a couple things to to note in the special teams area. Jamal Agnew's got four career punt returns for touchdowns. He is a dangerous man in the return game. So coverage and, look, Tressway's punts, hang time's going to be critical. I wouldn't be surprised if you saw them try to angle kick a little bit to try and uh, reduce the field and give Agnew mm-hmm. maybe only a third of a field to try and return uh, punts in. This is all great points. I, I think – well, I'm, I'm good at this, Chris. Yeah, you are. I, I should be a coach. Uh, should be in personnel. But Joey Sly, after a terrible start to his career, has made his last four kicks from 50-plus. Okay? Mm-hmm. So the Sly guy is – he's been better the last two years. In fact, I believe, if I'm not mistaken – in fact, I could, I could punch it up because I, I had it up earlier. But He's you don't worry 30, about him from 50-plus, right? For, I don't listen, worry about him from 50-plus. From 30 and beyond, mm-hmm. okay, the last two years from 30 and beyond, he's missed one kick. So that's that's what I'm looking for out out of my NFL Well, that was the one kicker. that was blocked, right? Yes. That's uh, a, that's which a, is what he got hurt on. What I'm or, looking, or was that an extra point? I can't remember. Might have been an extra point on that. Uh, I can't, yeah. but, that, that, but that's my point. My point is... That guy, after a tough start, in fact, I think his first or second year with the Panthers, he was brutal for mm-hmm. 50-plus. Mm-hmm. But he's figured it out. So he's he's worthy, but for whatever reason, whatever reason, he he had a couple of awkward kicks in the preseason. Right. But, as you but mentioned, it, but at it, practice yeah, as well. That's so, the thing, too, that worries me. It's not just the kicks and the preseason. You know, that's a little bit more understandable, right? Now, game situations, what have you. Can you imagine, and, and I, don't, I mean, I don't know if our game day crew will ask you to come on Sunday or not, but when you get handed the inactives mm-hmm. and, and you don't see Troy Apke's name on it, you see Troy Apke actually active on, on Sunday. 
Because is it – look, if Cam – if both Cams can't play, mm-hmm. isn't Apke your next best cover guy? Wouldn't you say Apke was oh, on specials? at minimum Absolutely. your next best cover guy? And remember, they lost to Shazer Everett, too, who, as we so found that's a out fourth. That's yesterday, a, right. you know. Uh, he's got three months house arrest, yeah. which, you know, prayers to his family right. uh, and that uh, of his uh, former girlfriend that the healing process mm-hmm. uh, can begin for those people. It's a terrible tragedy. Oh, just awful. I but mean. that's that's four top cover guys that mm-hmm. you had a year ago mm-hmm. that if they don't activate Troy, that's four top cover guys missing yep. from your special teams. That's why I preach this over and over and over and over again. And I know nobody cares about special teams. But when you combine you Sly. You can lose a game with special teams. Right. Though. Absolutely. When you combine Sly, the coverage concerns, injury concerns, new piece ret- issues, along with not having – now, we didn't know at this point last year that DeAndre Carter was actually going to deliver as a both punt and kick returner, but he did. And they don't have him. That's why this is a three-pronged concern for me. And by the way, your boy Agnew, not only as a kick and punt return, but he can hurt you as a receiver too, mm-hmm. right? In kind of that DeAndre Carter-ish role. Last year, 24 catches. Targeted 39 times, 229, only a touchdown, a 9-5 uh, average. But he can also run the ball on jet sweeps, average 16, 16 per carry. Had a touchdown, end of, you know, end around, sweeps, jets, that type of thing. Watch out for that. So Jamal Agnew is a guy that Pete identified. Kick, punt, return. I'm telling you about his wide receiver and maybe jet end around type gadgety type prowess. That's a name that Commanders fans should be concerned about. And special teams in general could play a major factor on Sunday and moving forward. And even if it doesn't on Sunday, Pete, it doesn't mean that you just go to Detroit and waltz in there and think everything's going to be great. It, it's not going to be great. Could be great, though. Sorry. But you, but you got to go make it great. I I – I have very little confidence in this being great. Let's make Washington football great again, shall we? 301-230-0980. How do they make it great? How do they make it less filling and taste great for you Mm. coming up on Sunday? 301-230-0980. Hit us on Twitter at WrestleMania621. Me at Pete Medhurst. Right now, the young fellow is going to tell us what's trending. Oh, now I'm the young fella, huh? All right, I'll take it. I you're will younger take- than me, so you're the young fella. <laughs> uh, the Bills squashing. Speaking of a young fella who's living large, Josh Allen, four touchdowns total. The Bills squashed the Super Bowl champion L.A. Rams last night in the NFL season opener at SoFi, 31-10. to Andrew Whitworth. Uh, unveiled the Super Bowl championship banner. It was his first game as a retired NFL left tackle. Now an Amazon NFL analyst. He'll be our guest at 11.10 this morning. Andrew Whitworth, Big Wit, will join us on Russell and Medhurst. Make sure you stay tuned for that right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Meanwhile, the Washington Commanders getting ready for their final practice of the week. We just touched on the special teams concerns, also the injury issues. We'll find out if Cam Curl actually goes through practice yesterday. He warmed up. He was with the team. He was out on the sideline but did not participate in practice. We will see, again, Cam Sims also a concern as well. And that's what's trending.
Andrew Whitworth coming up, 16-year NFL veteran, won a Super Bowl, raised a banner last night. Talk about the euphoria of that. What a, I mean, guy puts his whole life into football. NFL, just, just NFL alone, 16 years. Goes through all the brutality of being in the trenches that long. Is one of the best in his profession at it. Get a chance to talk to him, tap into his knowledge. Coming up at 11 o'clock, this, or 11.10 this morning. Coming up in touchdown at 10, we'll get into our season predictions for the Washington Commanders overall as they get set to kick off on Sunday against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And clearly we identified special teams as an area of concern and also one where Jacksonville has a game breaker at a position uh, to do that. As you examine the game, Chris, who's another who's the other game breaker? Who's the who's the game breaker in this game that has heavy influence in your mind for either side coming into this game? I mean, there's so many potential, but because is there is there potential game breakers? And, and to me, Jacksonville's a mystery because new coach, real coach, we have no idea what they're going right. to look like this year based on just being improved in that category. But, I mean, we, we we know that even though it's new coach, new team, usually teams tend to kind of, I, I think, struggle in terms of the adjustment to what a new coaching staff is trying to teach them, especially when it's a coaching staff that, quite honestly, isn't Dan Campbell. You know, like everybody – is in love with the Lions and Dan Campbell now because they're slobbering all over themselves because they watched Hard Knocks. Mm. If you paid attention last year, Dan Campbell was doing a lot of the same things that he's doing on TV now. Oh, yeah. in, okay, Go back so, to his opening press right. conference. But Detroit, while competitive and while tough as you know what, in most games, they sucked for the first, what, 10 or 11 games? They were like 0-10, 0-11, whatever. Uh, and finally broke through. Doug Peterson is almost exactly the opposite of Dan Campbell and what the Lions are trying to do. Doug Peterson is like, oh, this is Club Med. Let's kick our feet back up on the ground. Let's cancel every practice known to mankind. Uh, let's take care of these guys. Let, you know, Brandon Brandon Sheriff loves this guy. I'm telling you. Brandon Sheriff and Doug Peterson should get married because Brandon <laughs> Sheriff, there's one thing Brandon Sheriff hates, and that is practicing. And that is actually that doing his true. job. I mean, he does not like to play football. No, I'm just telling you. Okay. Um, anyway, my point being is Doug Peterson, it has been club med, uh, you know, uh, Royal Caribbean cruise uh, and, 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 and Alaskan vacation all wrapped into one for the Jacksonville Jaguars. How that affects them, I don't know. I think it leads to a slow start. So, to your point, I don't know if we get the b kind of breakout guy, but if I had to guess, if there was going to be a guy, a guy that kind of broke out from the Jacksonville end of things, I like you look for somebody that probably isn't going to draw a lot of attention, right? I would I would I would probably say, even though they're going to be in a rotation, I think James Robinson is still going to be my guy, even off of the torn Achilles, and even though they know what he's capable of, and even though he's going to split time with Etienne. And here's part of the reason why. 
and I'll just explain this as quickly as I can. They are going to struggle to stop the run this year, meaning the commanders. There is an overemphasis on that last year. Hey, be better stopping the run. You guys were not good against average, mediocre teams. And it cost them on the back end for many reasons. They sucked past offensive. Now I think there's been almost been like the overcorrection. Like, hey, they're great stopping the run. They were eighth in the NFL last year, the number nerds tell you. Except they were awful stopping the pass at 28th and awful on third down. So now I almost think, along with better run teams coming in, I think it's almost going to be in like an overcorrection where they're going to be better on the back end and they're going to be worse up front and they're going to be maybe a little less disciplined in that area. So to me, that's my guy that I think could change this game one way or the other. And quickly on the Washington end, I mean, I, I, I would I would say if there's one guy that just right now I, I just have a feeling about that's going to make a positive splash after everything he went through last year and they put some of this on themselves, I'm going to go with Curtis Samuel. Mm, that's interesting. I mean, yes, because he was brought here last year to be that guy. Right. Uh, and now, look, I'm telling you, and, and I know – when I, it's funny. When I'm watching Buffalo last night, and I'm thinking, all right, I'm, I'm watching how this sizes up. And I'm looking at Diggs. I'm looking at Davis. I'm looking at McKenzie. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at Knox. Clearly, Washington's got questions at tight end right now because of all the injuries we know. But I'm How looking cool at, would Dawson Knox be on hard knocks? <laughs> Sorry. Just wanted to point that out. I, I'm, but I'm, I'm looking at the fact that Washington can run McLaurin, mm-hmm. Dotson, Samuel, Mm-hmm. And give me any one of the other, mm-hmm. you know, guys at this point. I mean, I, that's that's a pretty significant trio if Curtis manages to stay healthy that they can run out there. Now, I'm not saying Carson Wentz and Washington's offense is going to look like Buffalo's. That's not it. But the fact that there is opportunity, though, for more explosiveness. Chris, this offense has not had explosiveness in a long time. Not consistent explosiveness. You know, so, I mean, I'm I, I'm excited at what this could possibly be for Scott Turner and this Washington offense, because I think all three of those guys, Chris, the moment they touch the ball, they provide electricity. They provide explosiveness. And Washington's not had that many guys in a while that could produce that type of play. Mm-hmm. We'll see if they're able to do that because of that explosiveness. What does it mean? for their 2022 season. How do we see the 2022 season shaping up? We both told you yesterday, we think they're wild cards. How do they achieve it? How do you think they'll achieve it? We'll talk about it next. 301-230-0980. Listen live. Participate now. Hit us on Twitter at WrestleMania621. At Pete Medhurst. Touchdown at 10 is next. Right here on Russell and Medhurst on the Team 980. Streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.